podcast. I'm Liz Shannon Miller at Lizlet on the Twitters. And I'm Ben Travers of Ben T. Travers on the Twitters. And um, so let's set the scene. Uh, it is at this moment 4.05 p.m. here in on Thursday here in the lovely Los Angeles offices of IndieWire. And a couple of minutes ago, we got told something very briefly that maybe has us a little... We, it's triggering some feelings. X Files is coming back. I we, we 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 are literally waiting right now for details on what this means. Uh, we are going to, in ten minutes, approximately. Uh, our lovely our lovely leader uh, Mike Schneider is going to be posting the story. Um, All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna step in here yeah. because Liz in her giddiness I'm just, over I'm the show. I'm setting the scene. Yeah, I know, but in your giddiness over the show, you've really just kind of gone off the rails. So, fifteen minutes ago, we were getting ready to record the podcast. As we were prepping this uh, this topic, which was going to be about HBO movies, and I was going to get myself in trouble by talking about <laughs> things that I'm not going to talk about now, um, our fearless leader, Michael Schneider, came into the office and said, did you get the news? And we were like, what news? And he said, oh, you're going to want to know this. And he gave us a very brief assessment that there was X-Files news. Um, immediately, we decided to change the topic of our podcast because I mean come on guys it's it's X-Files we you're we, what you're welcome unnamed network that we were going to talk about <laughs> well I just I already said that so that's that's yeah. out there now they've been named um but we talk about them all the time leftovers still <laughs> airing um so anyway right now we are eight minutes away from the embargo breaking where we'll get full details we will read those debate amongst ourselves and this will be the the topic du jour of the week right um but most importantly <laughs> Guys, uh, we already knew about this. We we did not. <laughs> we absolutely did not. No, we did. Uh, we had a very reliable inside <laughs> source, and I, I I say this with absolute. We cannot honesty specify and truth. who said who said this to whom in passing, but somebody said something in passing to us. That had us questioning, what if the X-Files came back? Do you no, want to say that's <laughs> inaccurate? Liz did a terrible job describing that. Someone literally told us that the X-Files was shooting. I will not say who. I will not say how. But this was told to us, and it set off some flags. But it also seemed a little preposterous. Well, it's it was like <laughs> we were just discussing the vague shooting area of Vancouver nah, and the possibility yeah. that an actor might be there. And... I was just like, he's probably, the person, he or she is probably talking about the fact that when they do shoot the X-Files, they do shoot it in Vancouver. And thus, I kind of dismissed it. Yes. Once again, I did something wrong. Reframing history (laughs) to try to make herself look a little better than it does. But um, what were my exact words to you, Elizabeth? You should call Fox. That was the first thing I said. You should call Fox and see if it's true. And uh, we talked with our fearless leader, and uh, we all kind of agreed that we should call Fox. And I think that might be now why we have an early embargo waiting to find out a little bit of X-Files news, folks. But let's let's all live in the moment for a minute. Not only are we waiting, no, it's but just, Liz, it's just a lot. shame. 
Shame. This is how Ben is shaming me. Meanwhile, I'm coping with the emotional reality of more X-Files episodes. I mean, it's just a lot. This is why Liz edits the podcast, because she really does need to, to frame these properly. Like, I, I just go off the cuff. Um, Liz is obviously losing her mind right now, so she's going to need to hone this down. Hopefully whatever you're hearing makes a lot more sense than it sounds like it's making, at least in my very, very tired brain. Um, but hey, I mean, we're now six, six minute, minutes six away. Six minutes away. All right, let's 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 do some guesswork here. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to lead this just because I think you're in, you're a little bit off your rocker. I'm but fine. You're not. Why would I? You why sound would... like Monica when she's sick on Friends and they're like, <laughs> I'm fine. If you're fine, there's not a D at the end of fine. Uh, Liz, how many episodes in the new season? I've heard that they want more than six. Fox wants more than six. So I'm going to wager between eight and 13. My guess is going to be eight. Because that technically is more episodes, but uh, that sound, that I bet that's about as much as David Duchovny and Jillian Anderson want to do. I mean, Jillian's pretty busy. David is less busy now, but he's tumoring a lot. So, I mean, in Boy, theory, plus it's, it's, it's money, man. I mean, there, there's there's got to be some good money coming their way, especially after how well the last one did in the ratings. Plus, people have to figure out what happened since the end of the last one was catastrophic. It's... There's a lot happening in my brain right now. It wasn't... God. It was absolutely catastrophic. Don't say it wasn't. There's 50% of that show that was watchable. That's not true either. Uh, but I'm specifically talking about the final episode that, where they just but left a big cliffhanger. It. Maybe they'll fix it, Ben. <laughs> we've been saying for like eight years. Um, all right, question number two. How many episodes will Chris Carter write? Oh, God. Let's say there's eight. Let's say you're right. I think there's going to be ten. That's my guess. I'm going with ten. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like that is too many. Sorry, I'm sending a bunch of gifts right now to uh, our colleague Steve on Slack. That is literally what I'm doing right now because he needs them because we're tweeting about this. This is real time, guys. This is like 24. Um, anyways, Again, point is... Liz has gone off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the x Um I think, honestly, that's really tough because I don't believe that Chris Carter is actually the kind of guy who will, like, let the show go. <sighs> but Three then, minutes. What? Three minutes. Thank you. Um, but... Uh, Focus. What? Focus. Uh, there's gifts happening. Liz, why won't Chris Carter let it go? Why, how many is he going to write? Two. He's going to write two of the eight. I would bet the season premiere and the season finale. How much did he write in the last chunk of He crap? wrote and directed three of them. That's rough. So you're kind of being optimistic right now. Yes, that is very much me being optimistic. Like, Do we think any of the, uh, not not the writers who already came back for the, the revival last time around, do we think any of the other writers will come back for this revival? I would vote. I would vote yes. The other question is, you know, will they? Who will they bring back? Will they bring back any new writers from the old show, from the original series? There's at least a couple of producers who might be available. Um, there's also uh, the question of will they hire new writers? That notably, one of notably all of the writers who were brought in for uh, the all of the writers who were brought in for uh, the for, for last for season ten, as we now get to call it. 
don't just get to call it the revival anymore. Get to call it season 10 because there's going to be a season 11 apparently. You don't know that. What? You don't know that yet. What if they did? What if it was canceled? Maybe what, what's, Two what's, what if that's the news? Oh, God. What are you going to do? I don't know. I'd be worried for you. I mean, either way, I'll be I'll be fine. No. <laughs> it would be way worse if it got canceled because then the last thing you've ever seen of the X-Files is Scully looking up into the sky from that bridge. That's okay. No, it is not. I, Ben, the thing about being an X-Files fan is I have put up with lots of dumb endings. Yeah, but, but none of them have ever really been the end. I mean, nothing ever really ends, though, as we saw with the X-Files. Well, eventually... Don't, were you about to say somebody's going to die? <laughs> well, I was. And then in my head, I was like, well, not Jillian Anderson. She can't die. She's a goddess. Uh, Duchovny is probably immortal because, well, things that he's done. Um, so maybe Carter, but then that wouldn't necessarily stop it. So, yeah, it might it might never end. Yep. Oh, One man. One minute. One minute. All right, Liz, final question. Um, what do you think we're actually going to hear in a minute? What's the... What's the news that everybody else already knows that they're listening to this, but we don't know yet? Um, I, I think, I, I mean, renewal. I, I thought that's what we discussed. Renewal? Okay. We've got the link. Us, are they going to give us episodes? Okay. Oh, my God. We've got it. X-Files deal finally done. Revival set to return for second 10-episode season. Here it is. We're reading it now. 10 episodes. Hmm. <laughs> 10 episodes. That's pretty good. Um... Okay, what what else do we know? It's set to air during the 2017-2018 season. So summer production is going to be in summer 2017. Maybe we're looking at a, a January premiere again. Also, do you get to call it an event series if it's 10 episodes of a series that... Good Lord. Um, good Lord, this, this is insane. Um... Ben is still reading. Um, I feel like this is a good moment for all of us though, to Kate take a breath and cat, you know, figure out how we feel about certain things. There doesn't appear to be any news here about the fact that uh, you know, we always knew that the Fox wanted it. We don't have any news here about how many episodes are going to be written by who. Um, that might be information we get later down the line because production hasn't started yet. Um, and yeah, it's 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 a thing. So, Ben, now that we know the truth, such as it is, what do you think? Because I I've, I've been talking a lot about how I feel, but I don't know how you feel. I think uh, I think 10 episodes in a second season is a very good thing because there's no denying it anymore. This isn't a six-episode one-off event revival. This isn't the beginning of an end. We're, we're back. This is X-Files actively being produced right we are now seeing the second season of the x-files in what will be what three years two and a half years wait january 2016 right uh no no it was oh oh, since uh it yeah when did the first one come out the first one came out in january 2016 yeah so we're seeing it on a fairly regular basis now it's 10 full episodes that constitutes a pretty traditional season uh in in terms of modern television um, so I think they're going to feel that kind of responsibility. I think they're going to feel probably not the need to end it unless they come out and say that's what they're going to do. Um, but they're going to feel the weight of a full season of television, and hopefully that pushes them in the right direction. That being said, 
there is nothing to indicate from <laughs> from this news that these episodes will be a market improvement on what came before. Well, and I think it goes back to what we've always said about the X-Files, which is that when the writing and directing is of the caliber the show deserves, it's a very good show. That happens sporadically sometimes. And, you know, it's pretty, and it's always very, it's always been very clear. It was very clear with the revival season what episodes were the problem episodes. However, one thing to know is that a lot of a lot of the blame got heaped upon the fact that they had to go very fast in order to make it happen. It was kind of squeezed into apparently a, the production was squeezed into a very short window of time comparatively, um, and it's a insane insane bit of news. Uh, sorry, I'm still processing a little bit, um, but yeah, it's it, yeah. Uh, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I'm so sorry. This is this podcast idea was maybe great. <laughs> ben just enjoys the fact that I've been reduced to incomprehensible gibberish. I just want everybody to be able to see what I see on a regular, well, not a regular basis, but I've been able, I've been lucky enough to see on a, a handful of occasions when Liz's excitement overwhelms her control of her own body. Like it's it's very exciting. I have control for my own body. It's just my mouth that I've completely. I given up on true. you're you're over there shaking and, and convulsing and, and dancing and oh, more than and, usual and, well debatable <laughs> um but i mean I, I don't know i feel like i feel like this is an interesting development if only because of that newfound perspective like to me now that's like we're we're back in the 90s like we're living not in a world in which the revivals are one-off events like the, the gilmore girl people like they're still adamant that that's not coming back and X-Files, meanwhile, is continuing on. We're living in a world in which we're not just promised one season here. We're not just making this a, a one-off. We're, there could be another one after this and another one after. They could keep doing this for years. Like, we were just talking about endings, and we were talking about how many different ones the X-Files has had. There are going to be questions about it, but are they even in a position now to be making promises? Like, are they ever going to be talking about that idea when they're talking about this season, or are they already thinking about this as... Well, the X-Files is just back. We're just going to keep it, and we're going to let that sucker roll until the ratings tank again. I mean, the question becomes how long, what kind of deals did they sign uh, for for the next season? Did they sign for multiple seasons? Uh, which is a, another detail that we will look forward to getting at some point, I'm sure. And, uh, yeah, God, I can't, no. It's just, it's just so weird. This is generally how long it takes me to, uh, to train uh, to uh, and this is generally how long it takes me to process X Files news. I've literally like had to go for long walks uh, after after writing frantic posts sometimes. But oh man, are going to get to yell about the X Files again? Like within a year, Ben. Within a year, we yeah, will see new X Files. I already forgot. What's the date? It's for it's uh, for 2017-2018 season. So the fall. Or well, I'm my guess is January because they're shooting. They're the shooting in the summer. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're gonna want time for the effects. Hopefully, they may want some time for the writing too. Well, yeah, that is the ideal. I, I feel, wonder. Hmm. I feel really weird because this is I'm coming off very negative and also very positive all at once, and that does really, res- really, you know, express how I feel about the X Files. Yeah, at this stage of the game, that is exactly how we all feel about the X Files. You cannot help. But the nostalgia within you cannot help but build up and get excited for the good old days while that very recent reminder of 
what things can look like when they go wrong is still ever present. That being said, I still love the gif of David Duchovny dancing like a cowboy. Then you're wrong about that. I'm not. I love it. I guess I can't. I can't tell you you're wrong about your feelings. Yeah, that's my job. <laughs> I tell you that. That is that is literally <laughs> what you do to me on a regular basis. Is tell me I'm wrong for my feelings. Well, I mean, what is this? What is this? What does this mean? I mean, <laughs> from from a bigger standpoint of of not just the X Files, is this opening? Is this, a, is this opening the door to more revivals, like for more revivals to continue on in like a big fashion, for those kind of experimental revivals where you kind of knew, knew that maybe they'd continue on? The or, revival of the revival, so to speak. Sure. Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, but no, I mean, just is, is it doing that or is it in some way shutting the door to more revivals in the sense of a lot of people may have thought that they were doing something that was going to be a one-off and that was the only reason they did it? Yeah. And now if they see that people are actually using it as an experiment, and if it does well, they're going to push you to come back harder and harder and harder, which is really what they should have done already. Um, I mean, is that going to turn people off? We'll see less. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm certain that – I am I feel fairly confident that the X, when the X-Files, X-Files Season 11 premiere will have lower ratings than the X-Files Season 10 premiere. And yeah. n- not just because, w- not just based on whether or not they go after football, um, but because uh, I think genuinely people, there were a lot of people who got annoyed by that ending and in, annoyed by the series in general. Well, and it also circles back uh, to that idea of endings. I mean, a lot of people were tuning in because they thought this was going to give them a definitive ending and they'd been waiting for years to get that definitive ending. And now, you know, it seems even more likely that this will continue on so it's not about the ending so people may just be more inclined to wait and just as soon as they say okay but no really this time we are ending it that's when they'll come back that's when they'll catch up that's when they'll binge you know whatever the heck they decide for the final season to be or the final event series or the final movie that's when people will circle back around because there is there is a a large amount of people who are seeking closure like that's that's a big part of what's going on here I mean, but do they really... I don't know if I agree with that, just because I feel like I don't need closure with the X-Files unless I know it's for sure ending forever. That's what closure is, Liz. Yeah, but I, otherwise, like, I'm pretty... I was... I wasn't, like... I don't know. It's, it was weird. I wasn't really craving a follow-up to that final episode of season 10 just because it was, you know... I, I kind of just accepted, okay, that's either going to be a not great ending for the show or it's we're going to be fine and move on. And I don't know. like I feel like this is a year of therapy talking for you because I was there when you watched <laughs> that last episode, and it was a lot like what happened a few minutes ago, except much angrier. There was no mix <laughs> of joy and sorrow. There was just sorrow and pissed off Liz screaming to high heaven that this was bullshit. Well, you weren't there for my actual viewing of it. I actually laughed hysterically at the ending when I watched it for the first time at home. Because um, I had to watch it at home. They didn't give us screeners. Life was very weird, Ben. Fair enough. But I uh, will, A, point to Liz's obvious revisionist history, and B, again, cite the fact that, yes, people want closure. It may not be people knocking down the door for them to make more X-Files so that they can get it. But when they hear that, oh, the X-Files is coming back, that's what they want from it. They may not want 
an ongoing series like they're about to get, which is why, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think the ratings will be as good. Yeah. I mean, we can't trust it, as, as I think you said earlier. Like, we can't trust that this is a real ending. Well, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not. Or it, obviously, we can't trust any ending is a real ending from them. And obviously right now, you know, we're only hearing that it's been picked up for 10 more. They're not talking about an ending. This, like, the original one is always framed as an ending. They backed away from that as, you know, the PR machine started running. But when it was first announced, it was like, well, they're reviving it for this one-off thing. It's an event. And then it's over. They backed away from that. This is not saying that at all. This is starting with the presumption that we're having 10 more. Who knows what comes next? So. Yeah. I mean, it was really genuinely shocking the first time watching that the, the season 10 finale and realizing that Chris Carter had that uh, ha- had ambitions for more. That was the only way to explain that ending. And then I actually got to interview him and he said, yeah, that was kind of a uh, tease to Fox saying maybe pick us up for more episodes. Yeah. And what, what worries me more, most about that kind of mentality, as well as the X-Files continuing on as a franchise right now is that is what happens to franchises especially i mean i was never a huge 24 guy but whatever the heck (laughs) 24 legacy is is not what you want that franchise's legacy to be and and it's i it's not what i want to see from the x-files i don't want the lauren ambrose other molder Oh. friggin' continuation of no, the don't worry, I, think they, I don't they, want them the to turn this says, into a spinoff. Yeah. No, I know they're bringing them back now, but that's the way that people think these days. They think of it as, we can keep the stars around long enough to generate interest in other people and have a spinoff show that will continue the franchise into, you know, the next millennium. I mean, that, that's this is, the, this is the ultimate goal of sustainability. Right. So I, I'm very afraid of how the X-Files might adapt that mentality, especially with Chris Carter at the helm. Yeah, it was. I, I I do hope that with ten episodes and maybe a little more writing time, oh God, please God, give them more writing time. Um, he'll follow through on something he did say in an early interview I did with him, which was which before we'd seen the back half of the season, and the question was, who who are the writers you'd want to bring in? His dream responses were Aaron Sorkin and Charlie Kaufman, which are pretty funny. You get Charlie. Actually, Charlie, I don't think Fox would okay it, but I think Charlie might bite. I would totally 100% watch a Charlie Kaufman episode. Well, Charlie had some. Charlie's had some experience with 20th Century Fox. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, point is, is that there is a possibility that they would bring in new writers. For 10 episodes, they pretty much have to. Like the big name producers from the show, like Vince Gilligan lives in Saul World now, and he seems very happy there. And uh, you know, Darren Morgan could come back for an episode. Hopefully they bring Darren Morgan back for an episode because his be- episode was the best one last year. Um, and But uh, Mor- Morgan and Wong could be back, and they put out fine episodes as well. Um, but, yeah, don't roll your eyes. They were fine episodes. They were good, solid X-Files episodes. Sure. Um, but, yeah, like, even with that said, Chris Carter – so I've already predicted Chris Carter writes, writes, in, writes the season premiere and the season finale. Um, and we're assuming directing as well. Um, so that's two. Uh, let's give the three returning writers, let's say, assume the three guys from last time are returning. That's five. That's five extra slots. Maybe, maybe four if, you know, John Shivan comes back. Uh, but yeah, that's four, that's four new voices to add to the X-Files universe. Ben, what if one of them was a woman? Wow. I know. 
with like boobs. That's what Jillian Anderson should have stipulated in her contract. That she gets to write one? Well, she could write one. Or have you women she, in the writer's room. Oh, God. I, that would actually be... I wonder if a star would do that. But probably not. Oh, I'm, I, I would guess it already happened. What? I would guess it's already happened. Before, like that they demand women in the writer's room? Yeah. Huh. Maybe not formally in a contract, but, you know, they made sure. Just kind of like nudge. Up. Yeah. Who, who do you think would do that? Who, like, would do it? Yeah. Um... I don't want to speak for anybody. Okay. I just, I feel like people would do it. You feel like that's a thing? Yeah. Or at least, at the very least, like, you you know people sign on to projects because they're like, oh, I know that that person's cool. Actually, I just had a really interesting conversation with uh, Ryan Murphy about women in the writer's room. And he was mentioning that, like, you know, you know, Susan Sarandon and, you know, Jessica Lange were were on Feud and they went... It really meant a lot to them for the for the season finale of Feud to be written and directed by women because it you know they when they were become you know becoming massive stars that wasn't an option like that just didn't happen. So this is getting a little off track. Point is, the X Files has a terrible track record with hiring women for as writers and directors. The only good thing, the only real accomplishment they made in that field besides Jennifer Hutchinson got her start there but maybe just as an assistant. I don't know if she actually ever wrote for the show. And uh, I, I, would, I, I, uh, I don't know who can officially be given credit for it, but certainly the fact that Michelle McLaren is a major TV director comes from the fact that her first job was on The X-Files. So maybe there'll be more women this time is my hope. That's maybe there, I have a lot of hopes right now. Yeah, well, I mean, there's, when there's not a lot of details, there's always a lot of hope. I'm, and also I'm 100% sure right now that I'm going to go on Facebook once we finish recording this podcast, and like f- my feed is just going to be entirely. Has anyone checked on Liz? Yeah, well, as as should be. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think to sum up, I'm pretty much in the mode of I like the idea that they're doing ten instead of six. But I'm you're worried. Weird. I feel weird that the X Files is a like a regular program again. Like it's regularly airing, and we'll just expect more until told otherwise. Um, and I'm pessimistic about <laughs> about what this means for the franchise long term. Indeed. And I, to summarize, have no idea what to expect until I see more details. And in the meantime, I will just be spinning, 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 spinning. Yes. Yeah. Uh, is that a reference? I actually meant twirling, like like from a cane and Kodos. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Liz, your brain! <laughs> I'm so worried. There's right a now. lot happening in it right now. Oh, it's so broken. God, this must be. I mean, I um, I apologize for two things. One, I apologize for being completely incoherent at certain points. Hopefully, I edited out the worst bits when I before publishing this. And two, I apologize for any audio levels you might be experiencing, audio level issues you might be experiencing because of my excitement. Though I feel like I haven't shouted too much. No, you've been fine. I was thinking that you know, I was I was trying to think of a comparison for myself, like that when I would have reacted this way, and it probably was pretty close when the leftovers got renewed. But we saw that coming, and then I was going to say we could record a podcast when I would be in such a state if we ever had such kind of a tip off and in, in, a, in a working time. But I don't know what would send me into a tizzy, you know? Like I don't know what that would be anymore. If um, the, I mean, if the leftovers got renewed, but I mean, I, I my my I think like the best equivalency I can think of very soon would be 
if you watched the leftovers finale and then we recorded within with five minutes afterwards, which no. I know you will never let happen. Well, no, also it'd be very, very different because I'm, it's, it's a very internal process. I'm just thinking about like emotional levels of heightenedness. But I don't, I, it depends on the episode. Like there are episodes where I get very excited and I'm up walking around like International Assassin, but then there's other episodes where I'm just quiet and done and I have to contemplate silently for a while so gentle listener he is not lying about this there is one episode of the leftovers this season where he literally i he left the office at like 3 30 or 4 and he was just in the worst mood and i like turned to my it turned to coworker steve and i was like i think something wrong happened i think something bad happened to ben and no he just had a lot of feelings but yeah my point being that uh, i don't i don't know if there's an equivalent but if if we figure it out I'll try to uh, I'll try to provide even 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 the uh, playing field so to speak or yeah they they I appreciate that and uh, <laughs> God I can't believe they're making more X Files that's ridiculous it's absurd Ben uh, those are both very good words for it it's delightful Ben mm. I'm going to get to bitch about the X Files on the internet again oh boy. it is the one thing I am good at. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm, okay, it is one thing, it is the one thing I excel at. I am good at a lot of things. Bitching about the X-Files on the internet is something I have over 20 years of training in. I am very well equipped to handle this. Eventually. Yeah. Once I've processed it and I right. know how many episodes Chris Carter is writing. Yeah. Hopefully you've got a lot of, of lead time. That'll, that'll help. Always yeah. helps. Always helps me. Yeah. N- nothing, nothing but time over here. <laughs> uh, well, I can't believe I have to think about other shows now. Well, that's my—that's the question, Liz. What was the best thing you watched last week, aka what was the best thing you watched before you found out the X Files was coming back? <laughs> in that, in those hazy, innocent days, um, I think I'm going to go with this thing I'm still watching right now. Hopefully, it doesn't betray me in any significant way. But I am thoroughly enjoying Hot Girls Wanted Turned On, uh, the new Netflix series uh, executive produced by Rashida Jones. That is a continuation of the documentary series, uh, the documentary film that uh, came out came at came out of Sundance in 2015, I believe, and was a big hit for Netflix, presumably because they greenlit a series. And uh, basically, um, not that you ever, you gentle listener, being of course educated and you know, cultured and whatnot, not that you would ever uh, have watched real sex or, uh, God, uh, that whatever the porn industry documentary series was on HBO back in, back in the day. Don't look at me, Liz, like I can help you in this area. I know you've if never you watched, you've never it, watched porn in your life. If you don't remember it, then I, I mean, well, I had a, I did <laughs> I did have a great conversation about porn earlier today. Really? So that was fun, yeah. Interesting. Uh, they talked, uh, I was talking to Jill Soloway um, <coughs> about I Love Dick, and she mentioned that uh, most men have this, you know, this appalled nature of, of homosexuality, just being like, I could never be homosexual. I would never do anything homosexual. That's that's something that's just so far away from me, and I'm not going to think about it. I would never do it. And they watch porn all the time, and all porn has, you know, ejaculating and, and penises like everywhere like that, that's like a 
front and center thing in porn. So you can't just, you can't ignore it completely. I am so jealous of this conversation. Yeah, Talking about poor it. with Jill Soloway sounds like a perfect way to spend a morning. You would have very enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, but yes. Uh, anyways, if you remember, like basically the thing about Hot Girls Wanted, it's about, it is about sex. It is about the porn industry. It's about a lot of different facets to it. Uh, but it's all a it's actually very tame like I think a lot there are certain episodes that I think technically qualify as like a PG-13 um, like they they it's a it's a much more it's a very documentary very, a very classy documentary in many respects very little nudity like yeah like I think it easily could air on like Bravo um and uh, so it's a classy show in a lot of respects, and it's a really smart show and interesting show. And one of the things that I really like about it is that it has really compelling subjects for the documentaries. Um, it's, uh, you know, they, they, they find some really interesting people to talk to in a, in a, very, in a, in a variety of fields. So it's a, it's a really cool uh, little show. And if you aren't a prude like Benjamin, you might check it out on Netflix. That's as available now. Very prudish, Ben. Yes. What's the best thing you saw last week? Um, I saw a lot of bad stuff last week, so I can't really. And, and the one thing that I saw that I really loved, I can't talk about. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna just give two quick shout-outs to things that we've. I think we, we I think we've already talked about it, really. But um, American Gods is a very beautiful show. It is a little too slow for its own good, but it is gorgeous and it is a lot of fun and it has obviously great people in it including Jillian Anderson um, whose debut in that show is miraculous like her first scene is just this, I'm actually really annoyed about this X-Files news in part because it's going to complicate any attempts we make to interview her for guest actress oh, on no. a series she'll, she, she loves Brian she'll come over she'll make it happen don't you worry about it Okay. Um, I'm less worried now so feel good about that that's coming out the 30th Yes, it's uh, Sunday the thirtieth. Okay, good. So it'll um, it, the, set your it, as you listen to this next Monday. Set your DVRs uh, for that next Sunday night. Yeah, it stars probably ten p.m. I'm yeah. not sure, maybe nine. I don't know. Anyway, it's good. Um, I've only seen four. Mm-hmm. It's a ten episode. I think so. Yeah, I think it's a ten episode first season. I will be. I will have a more definitive take. I think after probably two or three more. Um, but it's it's definitely something that if it interests you even in the slightest, you will find a lot of good things to admire um also i will give a quick shout out to silicon valley uh, a show that for me is always overwhelmed by its other hbo partners either people used to be covering game of thrones all the time and i'd be covering veep now i'm covering both veep and the leftovers the same night silicon valley is airing i always feel bad about this because silicon valley is a great show (laughs) it deserves maybe not as much attention as leftovers because nothing does but it deserves as much attention as I give other shows of its quality uh, that aren't getting swapped by all this other stuff. I don't think it's it needs me. It does great in the ratings, so I feel a little bit better about that. Um, but yeah, it's still very, very good. They do some great things in the premiere. I hope you enjoyed it last night. If not, make sure you go back and keep up. Yeah. I'm also going to ask you, Ben, what was what's the next thing you're looking forward to? Oh, God. I mean, the leftovers. Um, <laughs> always and forever. Uh, even after I've seen them all, I will still be looking forward to watching them again. Uh, I guess you could add the X-Files to that calendar. Um, <laughs> God almighty. That's something that's out there now that I can look forward to in a certain kind of masochistic way. Uh, but no, I think, let's see. Let's look at my assignment list, Liz. Um, oh, pff, easy as pie. Yeah? <laughs> oh, actually, that's a, God, that's a fight. 
It's sooner. I'll go with Catastrophe. I'm very much looking forward to Catastrophe Season 3. Hooray! Um, our lovely Han Wen, who's been listening to us podcast this whole time, <laughs> being, <laughs> being just the best about it. Yes, thank uh, you, Han. She got to talk to Sharon Horgan and Rob Delaney today. I am sure they were delightful. You will be able to read about that very shortly, as well as much, much more Catastrophe coverage, because ev- literally everyone in the office loves that show. Um, a+. plus. It is a perfect television comedy through two seasons, so... Um, yeah, catastrophe. Liz, what is the next thing you're looking forward to? My big homework. Aside, X-Files. Aside from, aside from the X-Files, God help us all, uh, is uh, my big homework assignment this weekend is uh, Sense8. I've got a lot of episodes of Sense8 to watch, and that is a show that could either go completely off the rails this season or become the show it's always meant to be. And I'm very excited for this. I, it's, a, it's going to be a fun ride no matter what. I really enjoy... Lana Wachowski has decided direct, is directing all the episodes herself this year, which is kind of which is a bold move. Uh, and uh, I like Always her direction. A good call. So Always better <laughs> when the creatives take as much control as they can. Fucking go with it, except Chris Carter. Yes. Man. <laughs> I talk, we're talking so much shit about Chris Carter. Sorry, Chris. I've never met you, but I He's think, very nice. Yeah, you seem like a lovely man. I just Every time I've ever talked to him, I forgive him. Um, and I just really hope no one from Fox is listening to this. They are. They listen. Oh, God. They've talked to me about it. Fox? Sure. Oh. Well, I guess they've, they've let me. They, I wrote that review of the, series, of, the, of the season 10 finale last year, and they still let me talk to him for Emmy's coverage. We're allowed to have opinions. We can be judicious. And then when he comes out of nowhere and just, you know. Maybe he'll nail it. Yeah, exactly. Maybe this is what he needs. We will we will give this the proper consideration it deserves, Chris... and we will give this so much freaking attention <laughs> that, that it has to help. So I'm literally I'm going to it's like I'm thinking like ten episodes, thousand words minimum episode reviews. So I'm already at I'm already at ten thousand words, and then there's going to be all the other coverage on top of it. Like how many words am I going to write about the X Files over the next year? Yeah, I mean, I... Oh, like season season opener review, I'm going to have to write like 2,000. Hmm. We're going to trim that down. Um, but yeah, <laughs> oh, I, no, we're not. <laughs> I, uh, I told myself that I would trim down my leftovers reviews this year. <laughs> How's that going? I did very well with the season review. Yeah. Um, I have, that was honed. I am at an average of about 1,600 for the... They're both right at about 1,600 words for each episode. That and happens. honestly, they're lean. Like, they're really lean. So, anyway. Yep. Point is, lots of coverage to look forward to. And you can look forward to it all on IndieWire.com, where, where you'll also find news, reviews, interviews, features, all the stuff you like. And if you want to hear people talk about stuff that's not the X-Files. <laughs> Why? Yeah, great question, first of all. Uh, then make sure you listen to our film podcast with Eric Cohen and Ann Thompson, as well as our Filmmaker Toolkit podcast with the wonderful Chris Ophult. Uh And then if you want to hear some in-depth X-Files discussion, like more so than ours, probably um, very professional, thorough, well-informed an- analysis, uh, turn it on podcast with Mike Schneider. That's your place to be. Yep. He is an X-Files devotee. He's been with him since the beginning. Yeah. He knows this shit. He does. So. I mean, I, I'd take him down in a trivia contest, I'm pretty sure. It's some unnecessary smack talk that we just had, but sure. I'm just saying. Okay. I could take him down. I'm not going to fight you. <laughs> um, I just needed to say that. Okay. I have a lot of feelings right now, Ben. I can tell. All right. You can find Ben on Twitter at Ben T. Travers. 
You can find Liz on Twitter at Lizlet. That's with an I and an E. <laughs> Your thoughts and prayers are welcome at this time. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Probably a lot saner, though. Who knows? No. Who knows what else could happen in this world? Not saner. That's weird pushing further into the darkness <laughs> and further into the darkness we go and in the meantime you guys keep watching television